What's up everybody, Casey Putney here and welcome to episode 9 of the Leadership for Life podcast. Hey, h- how you doing these days? I mean seriously, how, how are you truly doing? As I record this, we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 experience. Lives have been turned upside down in many ways. Unfortunately, some folks have lost loved ones to this virus. Others have lost jobs. Some have had their wedding plans interrupted. And some have seen their high school and college graduations canceled. We've all been impacted in some way, I suppose. So I ask you, how you doing? It's an important question, I think. I wish we could sit together and I could listen to your answer. I'd love to learn from you and help in any small way that I could. Maybe all I can do is talk to you through this podcast. Maybe it's a small effort, but a heartfelt one, nonetheless. Maybe all I can do is talk with you about attitude. I know that's important right now. No matter how you've been impacted, your attitude will determine how you move forward. We find ourselves in the middle of a series on attitude. Our first look at attitude approached it from the view of how attitude affects leadership or teamwork, really. Attitude is so contagious. Whether it be a good attitude or bad, you can be sure that people will fall in line. Every organization has people in it that possess influence sometimes. Those folks are in the traditional leadership position and sometimes they're not. No matter their position, their influence remains. If you have a person with influence in your organization and they have a bad attitude, they can literally ruin the organization. The culture can sour and turn rotten. There exists no greater threat to the potential of your team than negativity. If negativity takes hold, no amount of talent will lead your team to its potential. Next, we moved away from the team outlook and examined how attitude moves the individual towards or away from their own potential. Attitude impacts so much of our life. Some of us see an obstacle in every opportunity, while others see an opportunity in every obstacle. I've lived on both sides of that riddle. For a portion of my life, I, I, I chose a negative attitude. I gave up on my dreams. I gave up on relationships. I, I really had no faith or belief in myself. The results that showed themselves in my life gave evidence to that belief system. As I increased my awareness, I began to realize how important attitude was. I began to understand that I could never rise above my self-esteem. We will never rise above our self-esteem. Attitude impacts so much of our life. So, honoring the importance of attitude, I wanted to take a look on this episode at how attitude is developed. When this series is over, I I want you to be able to truly understand attitude. I want you to define it. I want you to recognize it. I want us to be attitude experts. 
I like the thought of that. Of us becoming attitude experts, think of the potential we could unlock in ourselves if we truly understood attitude. Consider the potential we could help unlock in others. If we were able to increase our awareness around attitude. So let's take a look then at how our attitudes are shaped. What what shapes a person's attitude? I think there are several factors that deserve a look. And as we dive into these, really think about your own experiences. The goal here is for you to walk away with a heightened awareness of your attitude. Not only what it is, but how it's been developed. The first thing I think we should acknowledge is the power of personality. Personality serves as the who I am factor of attitude development. All people are born as distinct individuals. Even two children with the same parents, same environment, and same training can be totally different from one another. My son and daughter serve as an example of that. My daughter is the oldest and, and is four years older than her brother. Now, they were, they were both born to the same two parents with the same family values, with the same parental experiences, yet they have different personalities. My daughter follows the rules. I mean in an excessive way. Give her a rule book and she'll know it backwards and forwards. My son, he respects the rules, don't get me wrong, but he's more of a ask for forgiveness type of guy. My daughter excelled in school, through high school, and graduated top of her class in college. My son, he respects the importance of school, he knows it's important, but he could take it or leave it. My daughter is reserved in social situations. She's come out of her shell a bit as she's gotten older, but when she was young, she'd sit quietly next to me, allowing me to do all the talking. My son is a charmer. He can hold a conversation with just about anyone. When he's in the room, you know it. And you're thankful he's there. I guess these types of differences make life exciting for us. Imagine how boring everything would be if we all had similar personalities. These varying personalities play a role in our attitude. What's your personality? How does it impact the way your attitude is formed around certain topics and situations? The next manner in which attitude is formed is through environment. Environment is, is the what's around me factor of attitude development. I think environment is a greater controlling factor in attitude than other inherited traits. Our environment begins influencing who we are and our attitude the moment we're born. Environment is the first influencer of our belief system. It could be said that environment is the foundation of attitude development. Children continually pick up priorities, attitudes interest and philosophies from their environment. Listen, what you believe affects your attitude. Much of what you believe can be traced back to your earliest environment. Here's the problem. Not everything we believe is always true. Still, an attitude is developed by what we believe, whether it's wrong or right. 
My environment affected my attitude for sure. I shared in a previous episode, I I grew up around people that had abandoned their dreams. They weren't risk takers. Anytime I spoke to folks about a dream or desire, I heard the well-prepared, you better have a backup plan. Better safe than sorry was the prescribed life advice. They believed that if anything bad could happen, then it was definitely going to happen to them. I fell in line with that same belief. It wasn't ever going to impact lives. Are you kidding me? No way. There was no, there was, there was no way anyone would ever listen to me. There was no way I would ever have anything of value to say. My best bet was to play the cards dealt to me. A happy life meant not getting my hopes up for things that could never happen. These weren't bad people that had this belief system. They were, they just weren't aware. No one had ever taught them. No one had ever mentored them. Some of them have lived in that type of environment their entire life. That's why I had to leave. I had to get out of that environment to create a new belief system. Are you in the right environment now? For the future you desire? Are you being held captive by a belief system or attitude that was birthed in an environment many years ago. Here's a good question. What environment are you creating for those you care about? Maybe it's your friends, siblings, spouses, or kids. Are you creating an environment that encourages them to chase their dreams or abandon them for the sake of safety? The next area that helps us determine our attitude is word expression. Word expression is the what I hear function of attitude development. We all grew up here in the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Don't you dare believe that. In fact, after the wounds of physical pain have faded, the inward pain of harmful words often remain for years, sometimes for a lifetime. There are adults right now struggling with a negative attitude because of the hurtful words that were thrown at them when they were a child. Words matter. The right words can build us up, just as the wrong ones can tear us apart. What kind of words? did you experience during your formative years? Were they words of support or words of hurt? Listen, harmful words sometimes come from good people. People that love you can sometimes hurt you more than they ever realize. I cringe at some of the words I've used towards the people I love. Words that came from my own hurt, my own fear, or my own anger. Words that did nothing to build up the person I said them to. We've all been there. Most likely on both sides of the conversation. We've said the words, and we've felt the sting of them as well. My friends, we're either building people up or tearing them down. 
it's time that we reach that level of awareness. To move towards our full potential, we have to become a person that purposely builds people up. So thus far, we've discussed how our attitude is developed. We've highlighted personality, environment, and words of expression. Next up is an area that truly bothers me. Physical appearance. Physical appearance is the how we look to others function of attitude development. Look, I don't want this to matter, but it does. Our looks play an important part in the development of our attitude. Consider the pressure that's placed on people to be beautiful, to be handsome. Next time you're watching television, pay attention to how many commercials have something to do with looks. Whether it's clothing, makeup, diet, or exercise. Our appearance matters. We get the signals from when we're young. Remember those words of expression we talked about? How many of those words are often related to our appearance? Like it or not, physical appearance impacts a person's attitude. And this can get real crazy, right? I mean, a person can be really beautiful or handsome and not believe it. Haven't you ever known that person that is genuinely seen as beautiful by virtually everyone that sees them? Only to have that individual believe themselves to be unattractive? It's about attitude. Remember, our, our attitude determines our truth, whether it's right or wrong. Okay, the last one that we want to talk about here. Self-image. Self-image is the how I see myself factor in attitude development. When I work with people one-on-one -on -one to help them reach their goals and find their potential, we oftentimes talk about attitude. That shouldn't be a surprise by now. This is our third episode dedicated to attitude. And by now, you should be reaching an awareness of how important attitude is to every endeavor we take part in. Can I tell you, of all the things we end up talking about, the folks that I find myself working with, Nothing keeps people from their potential more than self-image. It's impossible to perform consistently in a manner inconsistent with the way we see ourselves. That's important to understand, and the wording, the wording there can slip past us, so let me repeat that. It's impossible to perform consistently in a manner that is inconsistent with the way we see ourselves. We simply cannot change outward actions without first changing inward feelings. My self-image growing up was not good. I was the poor kid. Every school I moved to, I was the poor kid. I had less than everyone else, so I felt less than everyone else. There were times when I had been hanging out with someone new, I would actually have them drop me off at the end of the night at someone else's house. I lived in a trailer park. Just up the road was a pretty nice house that sat on several acres. They had a nice fence around their huge yard and a long private driveway that led to their beautiful home. 
I'd have people drive up to that house and drop me off. Just drop me off at the end of the driveway, I'd say. I'll walk the rest of the way up. What I actually did was then walk to my trailer from there. That was my self-image. I saw myself as less than. And listen, let's not get confused. There are people today that live in a really nice house that feel the same way I did back then. They look at their friend's house and think, my house doesn't measure up. And they feel less than. No matter how successful they truly are, that happens because so much of our self-image is built on comparison. We compare ourselves to everyone else and then reach a judgment on our own level of success. Can I just say, you'll never be successful as long as you continue to compare yourself to others. You'll never reach your potential by comparing yourself to others. Compare yourself to others and one of two things will happen. You'll compare yourself to someone not as far as you and then become complacent or overconfident. Or you'll compare yourself to someone much further along than you and then become frustrated and unhappy. Instead of comparing, I urge people to spend time developing what I've begun calling an I am statement. This is a way for you to truly understand who you are, a way for you to grasp your potential. I won't dive in too deep here. On the I am statement, I could talk for another hour or so on that subject. But let me just say, the thing that turned my life around was my increased level of awareness of how much potential I possess. Once I began to realize that I wasn't less than, I began to experience success. Once I began to realize that everything I had accomplished or failed to accomplish held no evidence to what I could do in the future, I began to grow. I'll continue to say this on every episode. You were created to conquer. Conquer your fears. Conquer perceived obstacles. You were created to create. You were created to create. That's the attitude I wish for all of you. An attitude of strength. An attitude based on the knowledge that you are a conqueror. No challenge is too large for you. No obstacle is too difficult. Friends, I, I hope you're starting to understand how important attitude is to your potential. We've defined how attitude affects our teams. Now what do we do with that information? We begin to create the team culture that we desire. We begin to move our teams towards their potential. If we need to have some honest conversations, we have them. If we need to have a conversation, maybe the first conversation about potential with the team, then we have it. Then we looked at how attitude impacts the individual. We walked away with an understanding of how our attitude moves us towards or away from our potential. Now what do we do with that? Well, we begin to look at our own life. 
We accept that everything we have today is based largely on the attitude we've chosen to live by. If we're not happy with what we see, we need to begin changing what we believe. If we're not happy with what we see, we need to begin changing what we believe. And then, to push our understanding of attitude to another level, we just looked at how attitudes are developed. There's a combination of several different things in our life. Our personality, environment, the words we experienced, our appearance, and and our self-image all play a part in developing our attitude. We should be taking a close look at our attitude right now. Are we living as the person we want to be? Or have we lost our way? How can we, how can we be better? Maybe there are some experiences that you need to deal with. Maybe there are some words said to you as a child that still impact you today. If so, we have to heal. We simply can't be held a prisoner to yesterday any longer. Maybe we have appearance insecurities. Maybe our self-image keeps telling us we're less than. I'm here to tell you, you have the potential to change lives. But maybe, just maybe, you have to change yours first. Are you out there? Who am I talking to? I know someone is hearing this and it's hitting home for you. You are a conqueror. Folks, as always, I I hope you found value in this episode. Please join us next time as we continue our look at attitude. A special thanks goes out to my main man, Chuck. You know, I, I always say that We can never reach our potential on our own. Relationships are vital. Chuck has been a major part of the podcast from the very beginning. He helped create the name and edits each episode before we share it with you. This podcast would not exist without him. Thank you so much for everything you do, Chuck. And thank you to everyone listening. Please know that I wish nothing but the very best for you. Good luck out there. And remember, I'm here to help.